Hey guys, what's up? My name's Ines. I write kissing books. And today I'm having a bit of a breakdown about the tease of a prologue. Want to get into it? Let's break it down. Now, a prologue is defined as a separate entry into a story. Its job is to establish context and give background details. Do you hear sometimes readers talk about how they hate prologues and they confess to skipping it? I've heard this too. My memories of a prologues as a reader is that they're often info dumps and that they often don't matter to the central part of the story. Most of the times I just can't remember. <laughs> it happened so long ago in the book, I can't remember um, any, much of the details as I'm reading through and getting towards the end of the book. In the world of episodic television, we don't do prologues each week. We do teasers. A teaser, sometimes called a cold open, happens before the show's opening credits. That's how you know it's a teaser. In a 30-minute comedy like Friends or like the old show Cheers, you get about 30 seconds to tease the audience to watch this week's episode. So it's kind of like an advertisement for this week's show. Think Joey entering Monica or Rachel's apartment in Friends while he's cracking a joke about his date last night. Or think Norm in Cheers coming into the bar to a cheer. Hey, Norm. Um, you'll have Sam or Coach, one of the two bartenders. They'd ask how Norm's day was going. And Norm would deliver the perfect one-line self-deprecating joke about his life. Both of these examples are teasers. A teaser has three jobs. It needs to be immediate, it needs to be quick, and it needs to grab attention. It gets you ready for the meat of the episode. It's kind of like an amuse-bouche. <laughs> yes, I'm fancy. And that amuse-bouche leaves you wanting more before you're even served the main dish. In my opinion, there are two types of teasers. They either feature a slice of life in the world of your story, or they ask the story question. Let me give you some examples. We're going old school because I love my 80s shows. So I'm gonna use, the first example I'm gonna use is from Cheers. There's a link to the episode that I'm talking about in the show notes. Now, if you're not a Gen Xer or one of our parents, <laughs> Cheers was a 30 minute sitcom from the 1980s. It was set in a Boston bar and it was owned by a former famous baseball player who was also a recovering alcoholic. And he was also a confirmed womanizing bachelor named Sam Malone. In this particular episode of Cheers that was titled Father Knows Last, Sam's date, the womanizer, remember, Sam's date cancels on him. So Sam pulls out his black book of phone numbers because he had to write them all down. They weren't in his phone. And when he pulls out this black book, it reminds viewers that Sam is a very desirable guy. He's a womanizer. He's a bachelor. And the lucky girl that he calls doesn't answer the phone. And he's told by the person that does answer the phone, her father, <laughs> he's told that this girl is now in a convent. After a beat, Sam asks for the convent's phone number. <laughs> now, the episode is actually about the waitress in the bar whose name is Carla. Carla is visibly bursting with child, but she hasn't admitted that she's pregnant and no one is 
brave enough to ask her. And this episode is about her finally admitting that she is, in fact, pregnant. It's not about Sam's prowess, but viewers have tuned in in the past for Sam the Charmer. And this kind of teaser, which has nothing to do with the current episode's topic, it provides that slice of life of the world that we already know and enjoy. In particular, it reinforces the empathy, the connection that we feel to the lead character of the show, Sam Malone. For another example of a teaser, let's turn to one of my favorites, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and the pilot episode, Welcome to the Hellmouth. The writers of Buffy the Vampire Slayer often use the teaser technique to introduce the new threat to the world of the Hellmouth or Sunnydale, as it's more commonly known. But they used it to introduce the threat that's gonna that our hero Buffy was gonna face that particular episode. We get background on this week's villain. Who is Darla, the innocent looking vampire who's wreaking havoc on the school and the town? We see the villain's strengths. We know they're going to be pit against our heroine's weakness. And the story question becomes, will Buffy defeat this new big bad in the next 60 minutes? So the next time that you're tempted to write a prologue, determine if you might be better served by giving your readers a teaser instead with a slice of life to set up your world or with a story question to set up your character's goal for that week. Want a more in-depth exploration of pacing? Try out my course, Page Turner Pacing, How to Write a Binge-Worthy Novel in 21 Days at aneswrites.com forward slash PTP for Page Turner Pacing. Want to break down shows and movies with me live on Teleparty? Join my watch parties. You can find the viewing schedule on aneswrites.com forward slash breakdown. In the meantime, you go get them words and I'll try to keep it together until we break it down next time. I'll see you then. Bye.